Okay, what's going on, guys, and welcome to a brand new episode of Energize. Today, we have a very special guest on the show. We have the best MMA striking coach in the game, SG's Charles Town's own, own Roddy. Own, how are you getting on? I'm good, boys. Thanks. That's a that's an intro and a half. We'll take that. Ah, uh, look, that's how we do here. That's how we do here, you know? Yeah, no, I'm good, boys. I, I can't complain. Um, you know, getting a bit... Kind of a bit blade and claustrophobic in the gaff, but like That's like true. everyone else is, um, just it's got to be done, and we, we just got to we got to get through this. But uh, I'm I'm in good uh, good stead, anyways. Yeah, you guys good? Yeah, just just trying to keep keep as busy as possible. Uh, as we said mm. off the air, that like we're just trying to get interviews as much as we can because we know people are looking for stuff to do, and like during this time, me just going for walks, listening to podcasts is just it's keeping me sane. So like uh, yeah. Like putting out shows for people, I'm sure. Like one, well, like for instance, probably loads of people are probably going to check this one out, and they're like, "That's going to keep someone sane for a, a bit," you know. Yeah, that's it. We can only we can only do our, our, our own little part. So yeah, and once I, everybody also, does a little bit, we'll be grand. Yeah, you also have started doing the live workouts as well. Do it for people to, if may have missed it today. Do you want to just say what you're doing? Yeah, so I I I do an MMA fit um, program. It's a program that I I designed myself you know just give um people that are not interested in competing but like mixed martial arts um sorry uh, they like mixed martial arts they want to learn you know how to punch and kick and you, know, you learn some of the aspects of it um and i designed it and i kind of changed it around for for online due to the time that we're in um, i went live this week um through Zoom and then we went live on Instagram and and yeah YouTube today. It's a bit of fun. People seem to enjoy it. Um I'm still getting feedback today so um look I'm new to all of this. Like everyone, you know, using all of this um live stuff and it's it is new to me but you know you just you just gotta give it a go and, and see where it takes you. But people are enjoying it so I'd say it's gonna be a regular thing to this MMA fist so. yeah I did my first ever online sort of Instagram live fitness thing with uh, Liam McCourt and uh, Heather Hardy the other day on the Bellator uh, uh, Instagram and I, I was like I was like geez this is actually really really tough but it was actually sort of fun to do with someone else virtually yeah yeah no it's you know once you start getting into it it's, it's like no other training it's like yeah. like any other training session not like no other it's like any other training session mm. once once you're moving and, and you're listening to the coach and you get in that zone then yeah, no, sure. It's it's like it's like being in the gym. So yeah, it's literally yeah, it's personal fun. training, like with with the with the main, number one striking coach of the game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah that's it, man. Yeah, but get like, on it. But like, okay, well, like we may as well start here. Like, Owen, like you're world renowned now at the moment, and like just hmm. coming out of like little all around, as people would say. But how did you get into mixed martial arts? So, uh, I obviously like it's the same. I'm, I'm I've been doing mixed martial arts for a long time, kind of. One of the earlier guys doing it, and uh, yeah. same story as, as kind of all of us. I I was given a tape, uh, UFC one, uh, years and years ago, and um, by a friend of mine, I watched it, and I was like, oh my god, this is this is real fighting. There's no, this is not wrestling or you know pro wrestling. This is yeah, yeah. It's not Hulk Hogan. Yeah, it's not Hulk Hogan. Although we used to watch a bit of wrestling back in the day. I can't, uh, I can't, it's entertaining, yeah. but, but it wasn't a pure fight, and then I seen, obviously, uh, a young Hoist Gracie, 
choking people, a little skinny young house, Gracie killing everybody. And I was like, I need to find out where this is going on. Yeah. I, um, I checked the paper. So that's where we used to see all the ads for martial arts back in the, in the end of the Herald. <laughs> and uh, I, rang a few, I rang a few clubs and it was an MMA. And then just by chance, I was in sixth year in school and I'm walking through my uh, through the, the school hall past the library and I see this this stocky fella showing kids how to do arm bars. And I was like, holy shit, that's the stuff that I want to learn. And it was Andy Ryan. <laughs> Andy Ryan doing a class in, in the school. So we, we pulled them, you know, we walked in. What's the story, man? That's time and me. Where can I do it? Like, come down to Calester. There's a few of us that do, does it on a Saturday morning. So I think it was that week, or the following week, I went down and I walked into the little judo hall in, in Calester. And it was Andy Ryan, um, John Cavanagh, Dave Roach, Dave Jones, uh, Peter and John Donnelly. There might have been a couple more, but like... The OGs of the game. The, the, the OGs, yeah, and they were just, they were only at it themselves a bit, uh, not a long time themselves, and everyone was just kind of killing each other, and I was like, this is it, this is where I need to be, and you know, I would get down every Saturday, I remember the first day, I, I think I asked John to, to roll, or to, can, I, can I go with you, because John was the smallest, and I was thinking, like, he's the smallest, and I'll be able to hand myself with him, yeah. and then I watched John <laughs> get on the mat, and start choking everybody was like I fucking dodged the bullet there <laughs> and then um, obviously Dave Roach is from Ballymun I'd heard a lot of stories about Dave I'd I'd met Dave a couple of years previous, previously as well you know messing around uh, around the blocks in Salog so I knew Dave he didn't know me um, but uh, I, I got talking to him and, and we were there for a couple, it was only a couple of weeks out and Andy's for some reason he, he had to close down and then I went into Fibs with John, and then I've been training there ever since. So, did you, how did you get out there? Actually, did you get the bus? Fibs, Oh no! How did you get? The, how did you get out to Colester? Cycled. No, I cycled. Cycled. So cycle everywhere. In the gi. Yeah. Cycle in the gi. Take me twenty-five minutes down on an old push bike from Ballymore down to Colester. Do the training session and cycle back. John, that's oh, yeah. that story is unbelievable. Like I, I, I've never actually heard that, and I've watched a lot of your interviews and podcasts and stuff. But like that's class yeah. the way you literally walked in and then. The names you just named off there, that's uh, yeah. the round table of OGs. Yeah, it was mad and it was crazy. And everyone, everyone was trying to learn from each other. You know, Dave was, Dave was very good everywhere, but he was really good at striking. John was really good at jiu-jitsu and he was good at the wrestling and the, and the, and the, the judo throws. And um, Jonesy was a mad leg locker back, even back then. Yeah. So it, it was a bit of everything going on. It's like on. a switch army knife, almost. Ah, uh, exactly. Is. Yeah, but, uh, and it was it, it was just kill each other. It was just mad. It was just yeah. fucking crazy. If if you hadn't have, if you hadn't seen that UFC one video, videotape, because like videotapes are like were like gold us, you know. Yeah, but, uh, VHS. VHS, the classics. But uh, <laughs> do, you t- do you think you still would have like f- like come across it and then eventually got into it? I, I would have found it. I was I was already looking, you know, you know, and when you put it out there. It finds you know it finds you when you find it I think um, but I was already looking I was I was looking at all of the martial arts and my brother did martial arts as, uh, oh. growing up he, was, he did show the can and I did show oh, the can okay. for a couple of months but I got into football and then I started playing football but I was always a big fan of martial arts I watched, watched every blue sleeve video or a movie you could think of Van Damme all of them so I was I was into martial arts all my life pretty much you know. 
That's cool. I know Barry sort of joked about Hulk Hogan, but obviously your nickname was Rowdy. Is that Rob from Rowdy Roddy Piper? Yeah, well, not you know what? All, all my brothers and all had that kind of name as well. So, yeah, Rowdy Roddy was kind of a little nickname for, for my other brothers as well. So I just kind of piggybacked off them, to be honest. Yeah, oh, that's yeah, brilliant. It's definitely, it's definitely, uh, definitely off uh, Rowdy Ruddy, uh, the wrestling great man he was. Yeah, he was, wasn't he? I was actually, I was watching in the, I was watching the documentary of yourself and Paddy fighting, uh, like just uh, and the, having the weigh-ins at Connolly Dar Station. Um, <laughs> like, like the, it was, it was. I think that was done by Severe MMA, was it? Yeah, that's, yeah, that's probably, yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah. But what was that? What was that called again? Was well, it Cage Contenders? Uh, no, 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 the, the video. The documentary, 10,000 hours. 10,000 hours. It's on YouTube. If, if you haven't seen it, it's unbelievable. It's like old, so mm. old school, like yourself and Paddy in Comedy Fire mm. Station, like uh, doing weigh-ins. Yeah. It's unbelievable. But like... Um, that, was, that, was, that was the beginning of it, yeah. Yeah, I couldn't, I couldn't believe that was even a thing because so, everyone's so used to the glitz and the glam of the bell tours and UFCs and the cage wires and everything. And then to see the humble beginnings and you literally being the face of it as well, like it's, uh, it's unbelievable. Yeah. But, uh, the ugly face of That's why we didn't go too far. Oh, when Connor uh, came in, the, the handsome fucker came in, knocking people out and being a handsome and being, being, being a talker, then it blew up. You just needed a chest tattoo on. But, uh, uh, yeah, oh, oh, you told a brilliant story in that documentary, or after, sorry, you said when uh, you were waiting to go out, you were the most nervous you'd been. And then uh, one of your mates comes over as you're coming, making your way out to read. He's like, he was a hook or something. <laughs> I forget the story. Yeah. Well, can you explain it? Yeah. Yeah. He told, yeah, that's O'Brien. O'Brien is a friend. He's been, he, O'Brien's <laughs> been a friend of mine all, all my life. I don't see much of, much of my old friends anymore, really, you know, I'm getting on. Yeah. But uh, I, I hung around with a gang of bleeding lunatics, to be honest. And uh, uh, everyone knew that, you know, the, the fights back in the day, it was, it was the whole about coming in you know, running amok, but O'Brien's a good friend of mine, and he was locked out of his mind, and I'm up on stage, uh, shadow boxing for ages, because uh, John Ferguson wanted to have gladiator music before my actual walk-out music, so I was on the stage, and I started getting a bit, a bit uncomfortable, because I didn't know what to do, I was at the shadow boxing, I was at the going through my little routine, and then I was kind of standing there, and I'm getting ready to walk down, I was like, thank God, I'm walking to the cage, O'Brien pops his head in, locked out of his mind, all right, well, give us a hug, man. I love you, pal. It's like, it's, I'm, I'm running. I'm going, I'm, I'm going to fight now. Can't give you a hug. I will fuck you. Then. <laughs> and walked off. Just, just started walking off dancing. <laughs> I didn't realise. I don't even think he watched half of the fight. He was too busy trying to chat up one of the ring girls. Because I'm looking at the fight. All being choked by, by Shannon Gildy. Like, full-on choke. I thought I was out. But it, in behind the cage, you see O'Brien, he's not even looking. He's like that talking to the board, and he's like, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, it was mad, but, yeah, that's, that's O'Brien. He's a bleeding, he's a header, yeah. It's the, good legend, the legend that is O'Brien. That's, that's, <laughs> that's an amazing story. But, uh, like, that was a massive fight at the time as well, wasn't it? Against yeah. Shannon Gilberty. Yeah, it was a big fight, yeah. He was a UFC vet. He was, like, this was kind of, you know, just letting people know that we're on the level. We're on that level to fight in the UFC and fight people from the UFC or previous in the, uh, in the UFC. And it was a huge fight. It was it was went out on uh, I think I don't know whether it went out live or it was on TV. You know, with, with cage contenders, John Ferguson. You know, although he's a bleeding mad thing, 
he managed to get things done like TV deals and get us in the paper. So it was it was a huge uh, catapult for Irish MMA that show, and I was one of the guys that was at the at the the top of the tier for that that, that show. You were and well deserved, sir. Ah, uh, yeah, some some will say that. <laughs> <laughs> you were uh, like obviously after that fight, after being the UFC vet, this is back in 2012 now, but. Uh, did, were you, like what was sort of being said here? What were you sort of thinking at that time? Because obviously the goal it was to get to the UFC, and uh, yeah, were you? But what was sort of going through your head then after? You know, yeah, my my goal was the same as but was the same as everybody's goal or anyone that's a professional MMA for. Yeah. You know, at that time it was to get to the UFC. You know, you know, we started MMA years ago, and my my goal was. Get to the UFC, make enough money to buy a gaff. That was it. Yeah. And uh, you know, after the and, and coming through a very difficult first round, uh, and kind of get you know coming through that tough round and getting the win was huge. Um, I think it was only a couple of months after that that kind of, I think it was only two or three months after that kind of won the the, the we won the second belt or whatever, and then he got into the UFC. So. I was I was I was hoping that I was I was on that that road. I was definitely on that road, but um, then I then I obviously I, I had my my next fight against uh, Wilson Hayes, which yeah, which I lost, you know. Yeah, it was um like I know obviously it's like that, that was your last fight, um mm. also like Wilson Wilson Reese Wilson Wilson Hayes he also fought he, he like obviously training partner with Dominic Cruz as well like a very high level black belt as well, but like mm. uh, like after that. Like I mean, obviously, obviously, we're gonna get into what's ha- what happened. If people haven't already seen, but like, um, like a lot of people, a lot of like a lot of athletes and people we've had in the show, it's just uh, a lot. A lot of stuff comes down to timing. Like we had Sean O'Malley even there on the show, uh, like two days ago, and he uh, he said like the perfect time coming into the contender series. Then like Snoop Dogg shouts him out, everything blows up. You know what I mean? Same way, like it, it, it's certain things that happen to certain, but um, like it, not getting that call up to the UFC. Like look what's yeah. after happening, but like, um, do you have do you have any sort of regrets? You know, I, I'm sure it's very hard to have any regrets. No, no, no. I'm I'm very happy with the way. I, I, yeah, I did have regret. I didn't get to the UFC, of course. Yeah. Um, but like, you know, that wasn't my fault. After the loss with Wilson Hayes, I I enjoyed that fight with Wilson Hayes. I had, I had moments to win that fight, and I I I I think I you know I might, I I thought I won the second round, and I thought you know coming out into the tour, I was looking the stronger fighter. Well, I got clipped and I, I lost. And I wanted to come back after that, but you know, injuries um stopped me from coming back. So I was a bit I was a bit annoyed, I was a bit down for a good while. I I, I, I you know, I checked to see um you know, I, I you know I, I tried my best to see if I could get get around the injuries, but unfortunately I couldn't. And then I I made a decision after a couple of months of leading Wingen to to just focus on coaching and it's took me on a fucking wild ride now, you know. Yeah. So <laughs> that's pretty made you like tougher and a harder and better coach to be like, right? You still felt like you had something left to give there, so you're gonna transition and just like give it that extra bit, you know? Yeah. So, yeah, like I mean, look, look what even what Paddy's do, done as well with in, in, as well, like with his gym. Like it's it's you're, a lot of a lot of like top end fighters if they get fully used, they never really go into coaching. But if people still like stop early, they feel like they have something left give to give to the game. So I think that's what definitely yeah. you looking, but looking just. I also, I also, I was always, gonna, I was always going to be a coach. I think you know, if I coached for many years while fighting, you know, I coached in John's gym, you know, pretty much 
after the first month or two of training with John, I was coaching classes, I think. You know, I was teaching kids' classes and stuff like that, and I've always coached. Um, and I think from teaching kids' classes from from an early stage, you learn to be very patient. And, you know, you, you learn to know that it's it's a long road and, and you, you know, you only expect small steps from, from people. You can't expect people to be superstars straight away. Although there are the few that come in that are, unique and have you know have some some attributes and some coordination that is just a little bit better than everybody else and they're the you know they're the unicorns they're the ones yeah. that you try and keep you know they're the ones called conor mcgregor <laughs> yeah most definitely yeah conor is, is is one of these guys that came in with uh with just he just had it all yeah. from day one he had it all yeah, is, is he is he someone who's like absolutely beautiful to coach? Just because even the way he sees things himself is so unique. You know what I mean? Like his time and his precision. You know what I mean? Obviously, you can help enhance that, but that's something he naturally has. Yeah, exactly. Like, and a lot of the greats have that. They, it's probably because they spend more time. Like you know, I, I spend a lot of time watching fights and, and you know watching tape on people and whatnot. But like. You know, you'd be getting messages off Connor at three in the morning, four in the morning. What do you think of this? What do you think of that? So when everyone else is sleeping, he's he's still thinking about the game, and the greats are like that. And they, you know, they, they get very creative with their own style, and they don't really implement, uh, they don't really imitate um, other people. They just implement their own game, and uh, that, you know, and that comes from your your personality and your attributes and stuff like that. But all the greats are very, you know, all the greats don't look the same as each other. They're all very unique, you know what I mean? Mm. They all have their own style. And that's what they would say to, to you know, fighters coming up as well. It's, yeah, it's great to look at Connor and say, look, he's got a, you know, he, he's, he does this really well and he does that really well. And I'll try and implement that. But you shouldn't just imitate him because you're never going to be as good as him. And, mm. you know, you know what I mean? It's not, you know, there's so much that goes into being a fighter and personality attributes that all comes into it so just be yourself and, and be your own fighter you know what I mean then you can be you can be the number one you know obviously Connor's had some unbelievable performances throughout his UFC career but when he fought Alvarez I actually thought that was the greatest championship performance anyone's ever put on do you agree with that or like were you happier with the Aldo 13 seconds done and dusted no I am the the I think one I think one thing is um Connor was very um he he he'd been very consistent and fighting he came off he had a couple of fights in a row in the lead up to that so he was he was in tip top shape he'd been walking consistently for a couple of years and it built up to this moment um. To, to fight in Alvarez and you know he, he was he was just on point he was just flawless you know Alvarez is is very very tough he's durable he's tricky and Alvarez just couldn't even get off the mark it just he just couldn't everything we 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 knew what Alvarez was coming in and Connor's time was just so For give me one second guys I'm just going yeah, so as I said, Connor did that, that Alvarez fight. It probably was my favorite. Like, I've had so many great memories with walking with, with Connor, Aldo, and Diaz coming back off a loss, the second Diaz fight. That's another, another 
you know, huge moment for the team, but a very big moment for Connor to um, to come through, you know, to overcome adversity and, and go back in and do it and not change anything. You know, some fighters will will look at that. Do this. Connor went. I'm going to do it exactly the same. We're going to look at what happened, and we're going to we're going to fix it. You know, it's, it's very brave to do stuff like that as well. A lot of people wouldn't wouldn't have the have the guts to do that, but he did. But yeah, I mean, I do, every memory walking with Connor is a is is a huge memory, and they all kind of surpassed the previous one. You know, so yeah, it's been it's been crazy. Like I know Ross jumped to the title, the, the 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 main ones now, but like if you look back at the very very first one when in in Sweden, and then it was obviously the first time going to Sweden, like yourself and, and Connor about to compete. Um, so I, I, yeah, was, good, yeah. the first first time going out, like what what were your feelings like going in for, for like for the first time out there in Sweden, and like uh, like and has like we like do you still get that same feeling for each fight? Because they've just gotten yeah. bigger and bigger and bigger and bigger, you know? Yeah, well, I mean, the first fight was huge because, yeah. you know, it was even, like, Connor had just stormed through everybody, you know, um, in Cage Warriors. Um, and, you know, getting the two belts in Cage Warriors and then getting the, getting the nod for the, for the, uh, for the, uh, the UFC. It was, um, it was a big test and you were like, holy shit, can he do it on the night? Like, you know, can this is, you know, apparently this is a different caliber fighter, but it, they, they, they're not really compared to, like, you know, all the all the other kind of organizations at that pro level. There's not a huge difference. It's a, it's, it's, it's a lot harder to deal with the, the pressure, but kind of just eats up that pressure and laughs at it. So it was nerve-wracking, yeah. I remember walking now and going, holy shit, look at the size of this, uh, the, this arena in Sweden and, yeah. you know, uh, Brinage looked huge. He looked small the next day, but he was huge on the fight night. I was like, looking, I was like, Jesus, man, he's a big fella. But, but like, you just, you know, kind of, when kind of joined the, kind of joined the gym and started winning his fights and all, he kind of brought this belief that um, he was unstoppable yeah. and that we were unstoppable. And he just started doing things, you know. Killing people and knocking people out, and just I'm gonna do this, and he would achieve. It. I'm gonna get this belt, and he'd achieve it. So everyone just started believing it, and then everyone started doing good. You know what I mean? All the fighters started doing really well. But that first boy, I was nervous, and uh, where he went in and did it in the style that he always does, flawless and, and flattened up. Yeah, I remember. I remember they just brought out. I remember it was just brought out on the back the the MacLeod's YouTube channel the like behind the scenes and how he got his tooth done and then it, it even yeah. showed you and Arthur in the background after and like you were just there like uh, yeah you were just confident on camera as we were then but, uh, but you are now sorry but uh, yeah. it's amazing like it, having that, all that documented is unbelievable but then like things start growing and growing and growing and you must like like you're a very humble guy it must be like this is unreal because you're getting the, like the five star everything then really you know what I mean it was it was a shot. Into yeah. into like almost some, something that like only Mike Tyson could really understand, you know. Yeah, you know there is obviously um yeah. So after after that first fight, it you know kind of kind of had arrived, and you know he hit the you know he hit the big time straight off the bat, and it was yeah it was it was a whirlwind. It was crazy just to think that you know we're on this journey with you know 
we didn't know then, but we all kind of knew that Connor had something special, like. But until you until you win those belts and until you are yeah. the, the biggest the biggest name in you know in combat sports or one of the biggest names in sports, until you are that person, you you don't know, and we didn't know. But just every everything he did, he just kept climbing and climbing. Like the next fight was was um, was Holloway. In uh, in Boston and like shit, he's broke he's broke the US, and then he's back and then he's fighting in the fight capital of the world, Vegas, with uh, with uh, Poirier and you're like you can't get bigger than this, and then it's back to Boston for for <laughs> um, Seaver, Seaver, and it just kept rolling and he was talking and he was he, the one one thing as well that Connor did was he brought everyone with him, everyone the country. You know, when we had, we didn't really have anything else going on at that time. You yeah. know, we didn't have, we didn't have a couple of euros or. Yeah, we didn't have an ambassador and we didn't have a person that turned around and said, like, this is for you guys. You know what I mean? We had, we, we, had, <laughs> we had an oil whore in one direction and that was about it. <laughs> yeah, 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 you know, yeah. And I wouldn't have met Noel at one of, one of the two fights as well. Like, you know, no, true is cool. Well, like, we always have Katie Taylor as well, sorry. We always have Katie. Yeah, we, yeah, we had Katie. Katie was, wasn't. As pro- was she as prominent back when he started out? I don't know. She wasn't. She was, definitely wasn't pro. She definitely wasn't pro. Yeah, yeah. You know. So, but yeah. So, but like, it was just a kind of he lit a fire up under the Irish people's asses and, and said, "Look, I'm going on this journey. We're all in. It. We're all in it together. Come do it. Like, come, come join me." And everyone got behind it, and it was just, it was insane. And then the rest of the Irish fighters start making it to the UFC. Yeah. And then it just, it just kept building and building. It was. It, it was and it is a crazy, crazy uh, story and an like, unbelievable thing to be part of. I think PC Carroll referenced this, who's saying uh, uh, it was our like uh, Italian ninety or USA ninety four, mm. you know, our, our yeah. World Cup almost, yeah. And then even yeah, people walking yeah. around around with the Conor McGregor haircuts and everything, like it was. Uh, I still can't even believe yeah. that happened. And everyone going to then UFC Dublin happens as well, and like uh, everyone had the Dicky Bow on. Everyone dressed as them. It's gas. It's I gas. Know. Any anything that Connor touches just turns to gold. It just turns to gold. You know, it's amazing that everyone was going around with the 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 bone. Everyone was going around with Dicky Bowes. Everybody was was in a a three piece suit. Just just going down the road, going into town. Three piece suit, taking the doll. Ah, yeah. <laughs> living good, living good, man. It was oh crazy. Oh and it still is, man. It doesn't matter why what, what he does, but like it's, you know, he deserves it because, you know, when when somebody puts everything on the line, you know, and, and says he's gonna do things and, and works very hard, works unbelievably hard yeah. to achieve those goals, then you deserve everything you get. Yeah. You know what I mean? A lot of people won't won't say it and won't put it out there. They'll they'll be afraid of 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 losing or afraid of what people might think. Well, I think the people like Connor that, that that says it that has has all the glory. Yeah, the, the way he was, look at him now. He was saying stuff as well. So, sorry, Ross. One sec. The way he was just saying stuff, like even like the Irish team took off. Like I mean, the Irish football team started playing better. Like yeah, the women's teams again at the, the hockey World Cup. I think it was semi final final. Uh, everything like Katie Taylor then winning championships. Mikey Conlon as well. Like uh, I know I'm missing something here. But, the Irish uh, rugby. Oh no, I said that first. But uh, that was everyone sort of was like, look, he's saying it. He's doing it. I should try and be more confident in myself and look what you can achieve. And then, yeah, like, everyone. Just, yeah, yeah. yeah it's, I, think, I think when somebody, when one, one person opens the door, 
um, you know, when one person does what's, you know, deemed to be impossible, then uh, once, one, once one person does it, then everybody can say it's actually possible. I mean, everyone does it. It's like that uh, thing. Four minute mile. The four minute mile, yeah. Couldn't be done, couldn't be, couldn't, couldn't be done. Not humanly possible. One person does it. I forget the guy's name that did it 10 years now. No, I don't know. But like, well. <laughs> <laughs> but, well, uh, yeah. but uh, that's it. Once one person had done it, I think it was within a couple of months, you know, 40, 40 people had done it. So, yeah. Yeah, yeah. now everyone can do 5K in five minutes as well. It's great, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm well after that. <laughs> well, like, oh, and uh, during, during all that, before we even get into the, like, the, men, the Mendes fight and the, with the movie and everything. You were just there, yeah. right, right beside Connor, the whole way through. Like, uh, like I mean, the, did you fully get to see all that, or like, because like, um, how do I explain this? Like, you were there, you were living it there the whole time, right mm-hmm. in the, the the center of it. Like, whereas like everyone back here in Ireland was just like, what is going on? You know? Yeah, yeah. I still don't know. You know, yeah. I like to look back on saying things and stuff like that. And yeah, I'm still living it. We're still living it. You know, Connor. Yeah, you know, you know, uh, uh, I know what there's uh, videos uh, as well. There's videos as well. That's one thing the Italian 90 the USA 94 didn't have, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. so it's all it's all on footage, but I, I did, I loved watching the 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 the, 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 the documentary. I, we went to the premiere and I hadn't seen it, and just watching back, I was like, even at that time, it was like, Jesus, man, look at what we're part of, look what kind of going on, look at what we've you know helped them do. You know, it's been it's been insane, and I always say, you know, when I'm a lot older, when I'm you know sixty or whatever, I can I can at least say I left I left something behind as well. You know what I mean? You I have. Yeah, you're you're gonna come down. Huge. They're gonna have to build. They're gonna have to build a statue. You, Connor, and, and John, like somewhere, like you know. Yeah, <laughs> build, build a statue in Ballymore. Yeah, me drinking, yeah. drink drinking cans of Dutch gold. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, premium, yeah. premium. <laughs> uh, yeah, really well, uh, good when you're on the Dutch. In fairness, uh, one one thing that was also great about Connor is that he was also like, you know, he he give you props, he give John props, he give uh, Sergey props, uh, he give Artem props. Like he he was always good at giving back, and even to this day, he's still giving back. Like look at him giving away PPE in all the hospitals. I mean, he was only in Crumlin Hospital yesterday. You know, I think a lot of people yeah. like to think, you know. He's this bad guy or whatever. He's almost like Stone Cold Steve Austin with a heart or something. You know what I mean? He's like, yeah. he's like the bad guy who everyone loves. You know what I mean? Yeah. No, I mean, kind of obviously, like, you know, certain things you say, like, in regards to, like, you know, uh, you know, before fights and he's getting roiled up and all of that. And, you know, it, that's that's part of that game. You know what I mean? But people don't really... And, and, and you know, you know, he's been in the media for some, some other things that haven't been great. But, you know, we're all only human and we all make mistakes or whatever. But you, you very rarely get to see all the good he does. You know what I mean? People close to him do know how, how, how genuine and how good he is. And he never leaves anybody behind. He brings everybody in. He keeps people there that, you know, that have been there from day one. Um, and, you know, the stuff he's doing for the, for the, the first responders now as well. And the donations that he, you know, you wouldn't even know the amount of the donations that I felt is probably to be put into people and it's, yeah. you know, it's sick people and sick kids. And, you know, he, uh, he does a lot, but he doesn't get the credit for all the good, but he always gets, he always gets uh, noted for, for some of the bad, which is, 
yeah. definitely unfair. That, that's definitely one thing I want to bring up because, like, obviously, covering mixed martial arts, like, uh, like there's not that many opportunities that myself and Ross have gotten from it. You know what I mean? But like, we do cover football as well and rugby. But um, like, it seemed like no one wanted to touch you with a like with a pole because you covered MMA. It's like, oh, we don't want to go near that. But then, like, Connor's there becomes the champ, champ. Like, I mean, any other sport, you would have been given a statue. No joke. Like, you know what I mean? There's yeah. there are no statues or anything. But um, yeah. then all of a sudden, like, he does one thing wrong, and then every, it, all of a sudden, it, people come out of nowhere, you know? And it's like, where were you when we were doing good for the country? It, it, almost, mm. seemed like, it almost seemed like he, he, he's, like, almost rebelled against being knocked back by the country. I know the, the people, the hard-working, working-class people would have been backing him, and then as that got bigger and bigger and bigger, people would support him. But uh, I think, like, the newspapers and all, if they had it backed him at the beginning, I think he would have been... I, I think he just felt out of play, like, not... He almost felt like he, he, was do, he couldn't do any better but he still wouldn't get the plaudits for it, you know, and be accepted. I think that was maybe, and then obviously being such a superstar, it's hard to feel like a natural anywhere, you know, like he's, a, he's an absolute phenomenon, like, you know. Yeah, I, I, I mean, for me, I'd find it, I'd find it hard to be, to be in Connor Shields. I'd find it very difficult. <laughs> I think, I think everyone would find it very difficult. He, he, you know, he carries down his back, not a bother to him. You know, he, <laughs> he, he still, he still, you know, if it's a thousand, you know, handshakes and pictures that he needs to take, he takes. Like, I mean, I get a small little taste of, 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 of that when, you know, if you're coming out after the weigh-ins and you're trying to jump in. Because I'll always meet my wife after the weigh-ins. I won't go home with the rest of them. I'll always meet my wife and we'll go somewhere. But even at that, like, people are mobbing me just for a picture. And I'm trying to run away and hide and all. And I'm like, Jesus, this is, this is insane. So, and that's only a tiny little taste of what he has to deal with. So, you know, it's, it's not easy. You yeah, the fella can't even put petrol in his car. No, it's, it's, <laughs> it, it's, it's hard going, I'd imagine. I'd imagine it's not, it's not easy. Yeah. Oh, like, it, it's, you see, that's why this has been great. Thanks, Mill, for coming on the show. I, like, I, like, I, just, I just need to let you know, like, doing this, coming on, like, coming on this, like, we've had, like, so many of, like, your teammates, former teammates, everything, like, on the show, but, like, you have such an amazing story to tell, but like, um, like uh, we're, we're actually so appreciative to get like first hand information, you know? <laughs> I mean, like, yeah, welcome, people, boys, people, yeah, but people say you're the nicest guy in the game, and like, I like we've I haven't dealt with it once. Maybe Stephen Wonderboy Thompson, but like, you're definitely pushing him. But uh, he is, he is seriously nice, that fella. Yeah. My wife, I think, has a crush on him, honest to god. <laughs> Kelly's like, Kelly, Kelly's like, oh, he's the nicest person I've ever met. I was like, Kelly, I'm, I'm literally sitting here with you, like, like, why can't you talking like that? But yeah, he's well, a gentle, he's, he's a gentle, wonder boy, man. You can't, you can't. He's next yeah. level. Would you like to work with him? Yeah, I'd love to pick his brain, man. He's, he's got a phenomenal style, man. Yeah, man, he's, he's brilliant. Look at his, I'm on his, I'm on his YouTube channel, so I have a, I do have a little, have a little nose and stuff like that. Phenomenal fighter, uh, very intelligent fighter. You know, it's, uh, he, he, he's he's great, man, and he's unique. You see, he doesn't he doesn't imitate, he doesn't copy anyone. He's his own fighter. He has his own style, and that's what made him the superstar that he is as well. Exactly. Uh, I can't believe we're over forty minutes into this conversation, and no one said the words Floyd Money Mayweather. Unbelievable! <laughs> Unbelievable! Uh, uh, I, I have his name barred in the gym. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's just um, joking. Yeah, but uh, we have to get into that. Um, obviously, that, that came up in conversation. People saying, like, Floyd Mayweather versus Conor McGregor. Like, uh, like myself and Ross have definitely done videos on it. And we were like, 
thought it'd be amazing, but like it didn't really seem like it could happen, you know. Like, but um, yeah. tell us about it when you got the call, being like, this is I, I, I was, I was a non-believer as well. I, were, you, were you like, were you like, hold on, we're getting a new car? <laughs> yeah, no, I, I was like, I, honest to God, I was like, this is not going to happen. How? Could, I said, yeah. it's just nobody. Floyd is not going to. Floyd is not going to take the risk of having Conor going in there and uh, and, was kicking. <laughs> yeah. and there was all of that there was that gas there was bets like Conor McGregor 500 to 1 if he goes in and kicks Floyd in the face you know in the first minute <laughs> but the reason the, the, when they, I I, I kind of started believe, I believed this as soon as Conor's management was talking to Floyd's management once I, once I heard that I was like and the UFC were, were mediating and, and doing, doing that thing as well. So once I, once I heard all, all parties were talking, I was like, well, this is definitely going to happen because there's too much money to be made. You have, you have the current most popular sports person. At that time, I think Conor was the most popular sports person on the planet. Probably Ronaldo. Him and Ronaldo. Maybe Ronaldo as well. Or Ronaldo but, went to come meet Conor as well. That's right, yeah. Man, yeah. Man, for the Diaz camp. I missed them that I wasn't there that day for some reason. Were you devastated? Yeah, pissed. Yeah, I was pissed off, man. I, I couldn't believe it. Also, yeah, and they also went. They met J Lo. They went to uh, J Lo's birthday party. Don't know where I was. I keep missing it, all of that. Like I feel a bit. Uh, I feel a bit left out. The boys are like sneaking off on me. Uh, the, the, <laughs> uh, the invite was put in the post back in the <laughs> Yeah, no, no, I don't know. I don't know where I was for those. But yeah, I, I was like, I was going mad because you know you, you have to be on the ball. Everyone just pops in before you know, so it does be uh, it does be mad. You never know who's gonna turn up at the gym to watch them train or to, to come over to the gaff or whatever. But yeah, the the the, the boxing match, the the the, the spectacle, it, it was it was insane, man. It was insane, and you know, for me, you know, I I'm not a I'm not a straight boxing coach. I, you know, I'm an MMA coach, and um, so there was a lot of pressure on me, and I, I felt I was nervous, but you know, when I'm nervous uh, of doing anything, I just I just say to myself, give it a hundred percent. Don't watch all the tape you can of Floyd. Look for holes, you know, which you know there, there, there wasn't many, but there was holes because <laughs> there there is like nobody's perfect. There's holes in everybody's game, and you can yeah. you can find holes in people's game games and 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 come up with game plans to to try and try and attack that. And uh, but it, it was a lot of pressure. It was Loads of pressure on Connor, which he ate and swallowed up and laughed at, you know, as he does. We went on the World Tour. He was amazing on the World Tour. The World Tour, what, like, when did you ever see art like that? 10,000 10, people for press conferences in, in different cities all over the world. It was mad. And, uh, and then, you know, it, it was a great performance by Connor. Um, we, we, had, we had a couple of, we had, we had the game plan to, to, to kind of, Go out and box him, and we knew Floyd would switch it up. But as we said, we didn't know that he would he would turn into the pressure fighter and and let Connor, you know, hit, uh, throw shots on 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 his his arms and stuff like that, and make Connor get hurt. But like, and then we we made a few mistakes. I, I definitely think we could correct those, and I, I definitely think uh, uh, you know Connor could definitely fucking get the nod the next time on that one, you know, because he landed shots, he landed more shots than anyone else landed on Floyd. And it was only fatigue that 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 stopped them, you know. 
I actually remember looking at the scorecards after the fight and they were like very one-sided for Mayweather. Uh, do you think that that's just because boxing's a bit corrupt or what story? Yeah. Are you not saying, didn't you? Yeah, yeah. yeah, I think he won. My, was it? Did he? Did I he thought he won four game? rounds. I think. Yeah. Something like that at the beginning. Yeah. A few, and I was like, I was like, it's actually winning here. Like, and then obviously mm. at the end he didn't. But like, I always like ever since I saw the Al fight, it made me believe something different just in life. I was like, just go for it. Like myself, even Ross starting this podcast, like it didn't matter. If people were like, two years or saps. We were just like, we want to do this. Like, it just really like mm. made like pushed me that little bit further. Like, you know what I mean? But uh, yeah, and like when he knocked out Aldo, I was like, this guy can do it. Like he can yeah. do it, and so I was like, "How can he not just like all he just needs to do is touch Floyd once, and he'll knock him out?" I just believed in it. Like I've seen, I, yeah, I only, I only, believe, I only believe, believe what in I it. see. You know what I mean? I only believe what I see, and I just mm. I could see it happen. I know it didn't happen, but mm. I had the belief. And also, I always back yeah. the Irish as well. Like very biased. As you can tell by yeah. the jerseys here, there's no. Uh, oh, I'll get you. I'll no get American you, man. here. There's no American. Yeah. Here. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, no, that's it. That's I mean, that's something that you know, Connor kind of when you, because we see Connor do what he done, it it just it just gives you a bit of confidence that don't don't care about you know. It doesn't matter what anyone thinks. If you want to do something, go do it. You know, you may fall a few times, learn from your mistakes, get up, do it again, and that's the path of success in in any industry or in anything that you're doing. It's yeah. don't be afraid to fail. Don't be afraid to fail. But if you um, and when you fail, look at where the mistakes were, correct the mistakes, and go again, yeah. and just keep failing until until you have that bit of success. And, and it will come. Failure as well, you know. I mean, just because you lose doesn't mean you're actually like you failed. If you know what I mean, like. Yeah. But people, you know, it's weird what your brain will do to you. Like it'll stop you from doing anything that it feels like uh, is going to damage it, and that mm. may be just you know physically or you know mentally so like even this morning my neighbor was gone I went live on uh, on Instagram for the first time ever and on YouTube for the first time ever I mean the neighbor was gone I was like shit man what if what if nobody watches what if, we, <laughs> it, what if I fall I what tuned if, in what if, there's your good stuff yeah, yeah, yeah. So loyal, I was on the Instagram live there I was like looking for on the spot doing a bit of jogging <laughs> I was like, you're looking at oh, your no. podcast. <laughs> oh, no, but like, you know what I mean? Your brain is like, don't do that. You're going to fall. You're going to fall on. You're going to fall and hold yourself. Everyone's going to laugh. Don't do it. Just cancel it. But you just got to keep pushing through that. I can't believe you uh, even think like that. You know what? I can't even believe you think like that. You're, uh, you're, uh, you're, you're I believe everybody mindset. thinks like that. Everybody thinks like that. It's only the people that actually, you know, don't listen to that voice mm. and just do it anyway. They're the people that have some success, I believe. You know what I mean? So yeah, I just a couple of years ago, I just said to myself, just say yes to everything. And it's it's a nightmare because I have this one, I haven't got time to do it. You know, yeah, yeah. um, um, will you come do this? For, yeah, I'll do it. Yeah, will you do that. Yeah, I'll do it. Because I'm like, I don't want to have the fear of not doing something and, and mm. not and missing an opportunity. So I always say yes to everything, which is not a great thing at times, but you know, eventually. I say yes to it, but if after a while I don't like it or it doesn't suit me, I won't do it. But at least I gave it a go. So say yes to everything, except for drugs. Don't say no to drugs. <laughs> <laughs> and Owen, with you coaching Connor in striking, in terms of your payments, do you want a percentage or do you want a flat fee? Or what way does that work? Oh, Jesus, we don't talk money on, 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 on a show like this. We just stop. Let's, oh, let's okay. just say. Oh. Let, let, you look, let's you're just looked say, after. Oh, oh, I'm, I'm comfortable. Uh, just 
No, yeah. I was just wondering whether, you know, when you did the May Mac, was uh, that better? But look, if you don't talk about it, that's that's your own business. That's fair enough. Yeah. Uh, no, I suppose... I live in uh, I live in Ballymun. They'd be talking 50 people through the gaff, trying to, trying to get <laughs> money on me. I'm only messing... I, I, I volunteer. I volunteer. No, oh, you volunteer. Free. Oh, Oh, like, like obviously, like you've been in so many massive events, but like, what was the what what was the best one that you're at? Because like, obviously, you have UC Dublin, you obviously have uh, two hundred five, uh, the Mayweather one, like uh, the, the 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 Mendes one. Obviously, the Aldo one. Like, what what's the what's the best one, man? Like, come on, if, so that, who, who are the tickets to the right show? You know, the the one in uh, in uh, the ring. So I'm only messing. Uh, <laughs> no. I was gonna say the one in the ring story club. I actually, yeah. I actually, that's a funny story. Connor, so Connor's debut was in the ring story club. I'm sure you've seen it. I, I, I fought that night as well. I fought actually in an event, so I fought a little bit later than Connor, you know yourself. Yeah. But uh, yeah, that's funny. But I, there is, I can't really pick one. No. I mean, it, I just, I'm just happy to be part of the journey. Man. I know, I know. That's the thing. Like you've, it, it's, so many. it's mad. Like I'm, I'm, as I said, I'm from Ballymore. You know. You're lucky to. I don't want to be saying we're lucky to do this. You know, everybody is. You know, we are what we we make of our lives. You know what I mean? You know, we yeah. we do what we can, but like, you know, you're not expected to 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 do great over oh, here. You know what I mean? Like to be, yeah. yeah, it's like being to like six or seven Champions League finals. Like it's like pick one. Yeah, like, yeah, and to be part of it and to have helped and to, yeah. you know, I, I just that's that's weird. My life was my life. My life has been good, you know what I mean? I'm, I'm very fortunate now. I have a beautiful wife and kids. I have a home over my head. I've been, I've seen it, you know, all aspects of life, you know what I mean? The, the, you know, the top of the tier, you know, the bottom of the barrel, I've seen it all and I've experienced it all. And, you know what I mean? That's, that's a life well spent, you know? That's, that's yeah, I know, man. Like, uh, like, obviously, this is the first time we probably got to have a chat, but like, uh, like from the outside looking in, like, we're mm. super proud of you and the whole team and like the, what, what it's done is mm. change a lot of people's mindsets on, on like just the way living life and going for stuff. It's uh, it's really made a new wave of like mm. even younger people now, like the amount of people that have started doing MMA now just to be, hopefully one day have a push them to do something because they may not take the MMA career, but that, that confidence might make them like uh, go for that promotion or tell their boss to fuck off or go for that person they fancy. I mean, a lot of different aspects of life, you know, yeah, man, you gotta you gotta do what you love, man. And you have to do what you love because otherwise you're gonna be, you know, you have to work. You know what I mean? You you have to make money, and these are things that you know you have to do. But like, if you find something that you love and do that long enough, it'll make you money. You know what I mean? And I mean, you don't have to be a millionaire. You don't have to. Oh, no, be, yeah, yeah, you don't even need to be. You know, all you, all you, all you need is uh, all you need, is, and we're lucky in Ireland. Most of us. Well, most of us, you know, I know there's a lot of homeless still out there, but like most of us are, are, are doing okay. We have a roof over our head. We've got family around us, and we, you know, we're living all right. We're not, we're not in in Africa, where you know, in, in dire straits, or yeah. you know what I mean, over these war torn countries. When we're, we're doing all right over here, so yeah. Well, you know look, I mean? look, the way, look the way things are now. Like I mean, like yeah. the people with absolute millions, they what are they, they kind of spend it on it because yeah, lockdown, yeah this lockdown has really changed people's mindset. You know, as long as you have like your family there who love you. Yeah, food, and the food, electricity, and like a bit of like, a, and a, the internet. We're forced to have yeah, to- Wi-Fi to watch the Enjoy Show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like I mean, it- you know what? I, I, I had a little panic attack here a couple of days ago. The Wi-Fi was a bit dodgy. Yeah, the internet was turning off. Yeah, yeah. I don't know what Shocking. the story was. 
I was like, I, 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 I was, I was going to have to talk to the kids. It was weird. Go to life, dude. I'm I'm only joking, but yeah, now yeah. it does it puts things in perspective. Mm. You know what I mean? You know what I mean? If your money's in the bank, you don't. It's it's not even technically. Mm. It's not even real. It's just it's just zeros and yeah, it's just zeros and ones and whatnot. So, but like, the people that are around you. And, you know that's that's what's important. Yeah. What you what you make of the current situation now as well, on of uh, of like Irish MMA because like obviously Bellator have now come over like multiple times. You've you've multiple Brilliant. times on the card. Uh, also, mm. you've Ian on uh, Brave as well. If that's yeah. correct, yeah. Then cool um, with that as well. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, he's been on Bellator as well. Like, what do you sort of make of the Irish scene now? Because like, uh, he's going back. Um, yeah, yeah. Well, what's what's your thoughts? Because like a lot of people, it's don't know what avenues to go down, maybe and. Uh, You've been there, done that, you know. Yeah, it's it's there's a big um, the big swords now with Irish fighters coming back. You know, we missed the kind of generation, or we missed it, you know a, a group of fighters. I think because of unfortunately the the, the death of Joe Cavalli, and you know, uh, Irish MMA kind of went into a little downturn there for a bit. But you know, all the work that that I'm not doing with the amateurs and stuff like that, and then all the other shows. You know, um, Bellator coming over, a huge show. Um, Cage Legacy doing great in, uh, down south and Clan Wars and Chaos. All these other shows, they're starting mm-hmm. to come back. And, you know, the, the young Irish fighters, um, they're, they're doing phenomenal. And, and there's a clear path now for everybody to, yes. you know, to get to that, that money and to make a living out of this. You know what I mean? And that's the goal. And whether it's go to the UFC or whether it's go to Bellator or, you know, whatever your goal is, a fight, just fight on Cage Warriors. I mean, my goal, my goal was to fight on Cage Warriors years ago. I remember watching Cage Warriors on Sky. Forget what channel it was, probably the Fight Network or something weird like that. And I was like, oh, I'd love to fight on that show, and I did. And then it was like, obviously, I was trying to move on to the UFC. But like, you know, whatever your goal is, you know, you have, there's an opportunity there now for everybody, and there's a phenomenal talent pool. The, the fighters coming out of Ireland, you know, for me personally, I have junior world champions, I have cadet world champions, I have um, uh, amateur world champions, you know, I have, you know, I've, I've helped probably the best uh, best fighter in the world, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So it's it's grown, it's doing great, and and all you you know, just just keep building, you know. Yeah. Do you t- do you believe uh, people fighting now in Bellator that they have no opportunity to fight in the UFC? Because uh, I know we've 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 had other fighters that are like fighting the cage warriors, and they believe that they they can only go from cage warriors to UFC. You know, like I mean, like some some no. people wouldn't have the the great advice that that they could possibly get off you here now. You know. Well, no, I mean it. It doesn't matter if if you're winning fights. If you're winning fights, everyone will have you. It's as simple as that. The way they're afraid. Of Why are they afraid what? of that? Why are they afraid to do that then? Yeah, but because people well, maybe think not afraid, it, but it, weary, weary, I'd say. Yeah, but people think I, I think that I think the the thing is, if if you go and you fight on Bellator and you lose, you you won't get signed to the UFC. <laughs> like I mean, if you go to Cage Warriors and lose, you're not going to get signed to the UFC. If you if you go to any organization, yeah. if yeah. you win, listen, if you win, and you win successfully, like. Like, you know, you finish people. I always say, this is what I said to me first. Go in, finish people, and and just keep doing that, and everyone will have you. Because you're, you're, you're hot stuff. It's as simple yeah. as that. And it doesn't matter which route you want to take. If some people financially need that money, That's you know, 
Yeah. Like there is, you know, it's harder to cross over from Bellator to the UFC. It's that's obvious because the two of them are, you know, they're, they're huge organizations and they're, they're huge money. Uh, there's huge money pumped into them. So yeah, it's definitely hard to go from Bellator to the UFC. But you know what I mean. And it, it, it is an easier route to go Cage Warriors because they are a feeder show uh, for for the UFC. But some people, some people need money. Some people, you know, this is their livelihood. Yeah. You know what I mean? So they go, they're going, I'm going to go Bellator. And you make it serious. You know, I know a lot of the fighters are on Bellator. I know the Irish fighters are on Bellator. And they're making good wedge. They're making good money. And they're living comfortably. Well, that's, that's the goal. Yeah, you know what we, I mean? We had Reds around there. He, it, said, he said he gets, he was just treated as a, he wasn't treated greatly in the UFC. And then in Bellator, mm. he's treated like as part of the, part of the, the Bellator family almost. And, uh, you know, like uh, as you said, some people have, have to make the, like this is their living. So um, mm. at the end of the day, I think it should, should just come down to like, what do they really want to do at the end for the money? Like, you know, I mean, whatever their real ambitions are, they should just go that way and yeah. obviously a bigger Listen, paycheck. Yeah, yeah. But like, exactly. if you get, if you get 100 is... grand in Bellator and 20 grand in UFC, I mean, like, you know, what I mean, yeah, exactly. But it's, you know, some people, some people, money is not is not the um, the motivation. I know, I know. People, yeah, that's what I mean. Yeah, everyone's different. Yeah. So, so, but that's that's something you sit down and you you discuss with your coach. Yeah. You know, and and your goal, let's say the the guy on the left, in, in my gym, the guy on the left, I want to go Cage Warriors. I want to go UFC. Yeah. All right, brilliant. That's that's you, that's what you want to do. Brilliant. What do you want to do? I want to get on Bellator and make a quick. You know, make a few bob and and look for the win for a better. Like you get serious money, serious yeah. money if you're fighting for a uh, Bellator yeah. title. I want to do that because it's quicker and I, I need the money. I want to fight on Cage Legacy and have a good few pro fights, fight some decent orders for it, isn't call it a day. I want to compete on the IMAFs and become an amateur world champion. You, it's up to you. There, there's. It's up to you. Whatever you want to do, you do. You sit down, you discuss with a, you discuss with a coach, and the coach will back you 100%. Simple as. Yeah. Oh, sorry. You just said a couple of things there. Like, I was like, how much do you love coaching? I love it, yeah. Tell us a bit about it. It's been, it, yeah, yeah it's, been, it's, been, it's been all I've been doing for the past say, 17, 18 years. You know what I mean? I was coaching. I, I, I coached, as I said, John Cavanagh turned around to me in the shed in Tribsworth. I couldn't pay the fees. Dave Roach turned around. He says, I can't really pay the fees. You can't afford it. Is that anything can he do? And, and John was like, yeah, no, but he can clean the mats. So I cleaned the mats. And then after, he cleaned, I was allowed to clean the mats, but then I was allowed to train in all the classes. So I was hitting, I was hitting, the, hitting the gym every day, and I was getting good quick. And then he was like, oh, you're getting pretty good. I have a kids program. You want to teach the kids program? I says, yeah, I'll teach the kids program. And uh, I started teaching the kids program. And I wouldn't mind. I used to travel all over the place. I used to walk from seven to three uh, in, in Finglas. I was driving forklifts. So I'd walk from seven to three. So I'd get the bus to, to walk. I'd jump on the bus to town. I'd get on the bus from town to Harold Cross. I'd teach a class in Harold Cross at five o'clock. I teach two classes there, sorry. Jump on another bus, head to Rathfarnham. Teach another class out in Rathfarnham. Get on the bus, back to uh, House Cross. Train. Bus from there to town. From town to, 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 um, 
to me gaff. And I did that for a year or so, solid. I hope you had a good bus card. What? <laughs> hope you had a good bus card. You bunked the whole thing. No. What is that? You bunked the whole thing. Just sneak on the back. No. And then John's gym moved to bleed Raff Arnhem, which was fucking halfway down the country. And I eventually got on the road. I got a Ford Fiesta. And I had a, I had it for ages, but I was afraid to drive up Christchurch, you know, because of the hill. So I used to, I used to go on detours and all. I'd be bleeding mad. But uh, then I, I used to drive out to House Cross. I'd spend out on the House Cross out in uh, Rakhill. Sorry, I spend the day out in Rakhill. Go out there at eleven, train at eleven, teach, teach the kids classes at four to to six, and train in the evening, and come home. So I, I dedicated my life to, to fighting and coaching, and I love it because otherwise it'd probably be still driving the forklift. So yeah, that's the thing. Oh. Look, look, look what you have to get now. Look what you have to get now, man. And how many good things have come out of it? Like I mean, you know I mean that's that's literally as you said, you couldn't pay your fees, and then there, <laughs> there you can. Let's put it that way. But yeah. uh, before before we wrap the show, up the show, like I have to I have to thank you for coming on. Like I mean, it's mm. been a great chat. But like uh, people will go mad at the end if we don't ask you. What do what do we see? When do we when when do you think you might get back involved with uh, obviously Connor Connor's next fight? Because like obviously he's coming back. He wanted to make this it, season. What what would you? Uh, yeah yeah. Unfortunately, you know we had big plans, and um, this is at the point in a little little bit of a spanner in the works. But yeah. um, you know, it's hard to know. It's hard to know when 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 there's nothing scheduled. So, and things just kind of pretty much happen overnight when it comes yeah. to to Connor's fights. It's like. Oh, there's talk of this, there's talk of that. Yeah, because we're talking Gaethje oh, now, and now he's fighting. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, uh, is that this week? Is it? No, next week. Next week. Next week. Yeah. 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 I'm excited to see that. Yeah. I'm excited to see how the UFC do it. But you know, fingers crossed. Some of the restrictions are lifted, and and Connor, I know, was raring to go. I mean, Connor, Connor was in a great place for his last fight, and you could see it. You know. Phenomenal yeah. performance. That was, great to see. that was great to see. Randall. This man, and you know, he's enjoying training, which is which is the big thing. And what you know, it's one thing enjoying training, but when you're in camp and it's it's torture, that's when you see you start kind of losing the rag. He was a hundred percent right up, even through fight week, where you know what I mean. You can't even look at Connor because if he's cutting weight and all, he's bleeding. Like everyone, we're all bleeding, losing their mind when they're cutting weight. He was brilliant. He was in great form. You know, it was. I think. I think it was the Thursday, the last training session. He was getting a bit roiled up, but that was just because he was like, "I'm fucking ready to go on it." I think you see in one of his interviews there. I seen it recently. He was talking about. I was like, "I just want to go on now. I've been training a long time. I'm ready. I'm. I'm. I'm in good. Good nick. I'm fired up, and I just want to smash it." And you could see that happens kind of for week as well. But he, yeah, I don't know. I don't know when he's gonna fight. On, 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 I'd be excited, um, very excited to see him back in there again, like like everybody else will. And uh, yeah, I'm looking forward to it. Yeah. Do you think with the Ferguson uh, Gaethje fight being made, and obviously Khabib's waiting in the wings for the winner of that, do you think that really opens the door to the Diaz trilogy? Yeah, it'd be a, cra- it'd be a cracking fight. Yeah, it, you know, kind of said that a long time ago that that will happen. I believe it's still going to happen. When I don't know, but that's a that's another cr- that's a cracking fight, man. Yeah. yeah. But kind of, as I said, he used to say this years ago. He's so many options, and he does because one because he's the position he's at of getting himself to the position he's at to put himself into. Everybody wants to fight him, so he can just 
pick and choose who he wants to fight. But you know, I'm sure, I'm sure he wants to fight Diaz again. I know he for definitely wants to get his hands on Habib again. I'm sure he'd be happy to fight Gaethje or Ferguson or anyone, anyone that makes sense. You know, kind of, kind of, will, 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 will take the fight. Yeah. Just before we wrap it up, just a quick question: When you get the call to be like, right, we're going. Or like we're going to this state. They, you, you obviously have like loads of businesses now and loads of yeah. things like that. You're like you, you, you have to do. Like, do you have? Is it a, like, is there a big ordeal for you to be like right? Like, obviously you have to get like let the kiss the family go away. Obviously, you own the gym and like all. The, I'm sure you yeah. have your fingers and other stuff. Is it is a big ordeal or is it difficult? Yeah, uh, well, no, no, it's it's a little bit difficult, but like it's nothing I haven't done already and. I have things in place, you know what I mean? Things yeah. in place. Like, you know, the gym is the big one, but I have a good coaching staff now. A lot of, go- lot of good guys coaching. So I, I'm, I'm very happy with them. So, and, and the gym is always fine. It's always, it's always left in good hands. Um, you know, the other companies like College MMA, you know, uh, the Nuka, uh, mm-hmm. that's, that, you know, that's going to get a lot bigger, but like, it's, the other guys kind of take over that when I go into the camp. Um, Shout out Fight Goods, my business partner, Rafi, looks after that. So, I mean, uh, it, it, I do, I work with a management company, one here, uh, management with yeah, yeah, my business yeah. partner, Paul. Yeah, he looks Paul. after all that. So, everybody everybody knows that when when I go into camp, that that's kind of the priority. Kelly, I'm, I'm lucky to have, a, you know, an amazing wife that holds down the fort when uh, when I'm away. And, and, and so, I'm, I'm in a very good position. I have, have good people around me that that kind of look after things while I go in and I give it 100% for Connor. Yeah, no, that's great. I was just wondering because like, obviously you have to drop everything when the, the ruddy back call comes out, you know? But, uh, yeah. oh man, like you've given us so many good times. That's why I was like looking forward to this. I was like, geez, we have like a lot to talk about. But uh, thanks a million for coming on the show and uh, I'm looking forward to like the madness to happen again soon because uh, it's always uh-huh. good crack, you know? Like I always say about Connor's fights, they're always bigger than the last. I'm, I'm sure the next fight is going to be a lot bigger than the last one. But look, it was a pleasure, guys. I'm delighted to, delighted to get in and have a little chat, a little walk yeah. down memory lane. Yeah, yeah it was. It really absolutely. was. Yeah. Yeah. It's always that's good that's to talk. It's that's always that's good that's to talk about yourself. I'm only messing, but yeah, 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 no, it was a pleasure, man. I hope you enjoyed it and I hope you just get some, something good from yeah, that. I'm sure, I'm sure everyone did. I definitely did. Ross, I yeah. No, guys, uh, I think that's everything. So if you are watching it, make sure to like, share, subscribe, and as always, stay energized. Stay energized.